We are the greatest dykes in the world. Mackenzie Goodwin. Rachel Scanlon. Worldwide dykes for life. Hey, two dykes, two dykes, two dykes. One mic, one mic, one mic, one mic. Yeah, two dykes, two dykes. Yeah. I posted one video of me and Nazara in a tent. One. Yeah. My DMs were all hashtag fuckfest2023. People heard the episode and lost their minds. Here's the thing. If you listen to the episode 225. You're not allowed to listen to episode 225. If you did, delete it from your mind. Well, that was supposed to be a private episode. You and I went buck. I didn't know that it would be so public. It was a public episode. That episode's raw. People were like, oh god yeah. and that's what'll happen on a private episode if you like 225 you're gonna love <laughs> all the private. all the fucking patreon episodes <laughs> you're gonna lose it okay should we start the episode or you want to yeah. you want to just keep fucking around really at a time ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of two dykes and a mic i'm mackenzie goodwin and i'm rachel scanlon we have so okay what's with the flag man what do you think do you think do you think <laughs> What? Do, do, do you think? Do you think I'll be over here doing mine? <laughs> For those of you just listening, I have a tiny, tiny little lesbian flag. <laughs> lesbian pride flag. I have to say something. That I am allowed to wave in my corner of the room. <laughs> I have to say something. Do you think? Where's my flag? You left it in Where's Boise. Where's the straight pride flag? <laughs> Why don't we get a month? of straight pride first off you're the gayest person i've ever met how dare you say that to me <laughs> to my straight face to my i'm hetch hetchy sexy <laughs> everyone loves it about me wait i was walking around a city with you recently and i saw somebody having a shirt that said gray pride which is and it looked like no color rainbow okay does this would you think that's straight what is that gray pride i have to look it up oh i can't we're using all of our phones you know what? It was probably Grape Pride. Grape. You know what? I'm hearing it. He's a wine enthusiast. Either a, a wine enthusiast or gray hair, like maybe a silver fox Ooh. type of pride. All right. Well, but anyways, I did get this when we were in Boise, Idaho. We stumbled upon a pride festival. Yes, we did. And it was the coolest pride festival I've ever been to. And I cannot believe I'm saying that because I've only been to gigantic. I've been to San Francisco. I've been to Los Angeles, the WeHo Pride and Arizona. This was the best pride I've ever been to in Boise, Idaho. I don't want to sound like a you know what, dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but Boise's pride popped. Rocked. It popped off. It popped hard. I was like this is an amazing pride event. Yeah. Everything was awesome. We didn't even know it was there. We walked in to like off of the train. Yeah. Pretty much. Into the city. And I was like, this is, this park is beautiful. There's rainbows everywhere. I'm like, there's gay people everywhere. I was like, how did I not know that Boise is a gay haven? Literally. Is, there are so many queer people there. And, and lesbians. A lot of lesbians. <laughs> I couldn't believe. I was like, where? This is lesbopia. I mean, there were it so was, many lesbians. It felt like out of the Bible. Yeah. Like it felt biblical it, how many gay people were there. It did. I was give, like, is there like, an arc? New is Testament. it two by two? Are we going in? Uh, what's happening? <laughs> this is the 
I was like, what? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never felt prouder. Yeah, we were like, two more yeah. for the arc, please. <laughs> it was nuts. We had a great time. Yeah, we loved it. We loved it. I got so sunburned. You got sunburned. You picked I, up COVID. I got COVID. <laughs> at that Pride Fest for and sure. You know what? Here's the thing worth it. Yeah. Worth it. I had the best day of my life. I dip in dots. Yeah, it was awesome. So we love Boise, Idaho. We love Boise. We'll be back. We will be back. But um, I want to talk a little bit about the fact that when I haven't seen you in a week. Haven't seen each other in a week. Because Devastating. I got literally got COVID-19. COVID May I say? Yeah. I know you're about to say something. Yeah. And then I'm like, I have to say something. Do you know what I'm about to bring up? No. The fact that you in the week. Wait, I have to say something before you say something. Fine, go ahead. You hear us talking about all these cities we're going to. Right. And you're listening and you're thinking to yourself, how can I hold on to the joy that this podcast brings my ears? You can come see us live. We have less than 10 shows left in this year. We're coming all over. We're coming all over today. Please do yourself and all your gay friends or girlfriends or fave. boyfriends a fave or they friends a fave mm -hmm. they friends the cities left are salt lake which we had to postpone because i got covid kansas city same story different city and um we'll be in las vegas yeah we have we're going to pittsburgh mm -hmm. it's it's gonna be wild back through the midwest it's all over this it's cleveland. all over the hi Hi, Cleveland. Cleveland, show up because a lot of my family is going to be there. Yeah, please show up to drown out Mackenzie's aunts. <laughs> it's going to be a weird one. Come see a show. And while you're at it, mm -hmm. something that really helps this podcast is when you leave us a review. So please go leave us a review. Oh. You could talk about like Mackenzie's weird wrists if you'd like. Or you could be like, this is the best podcast I've ever heard in my life. Hashtag straight pride. No. Don't, yeah, don't I would do that. do that. Don't do that. That's all I want to say. Okay. Okay. Now you can say whatever the fuck you want to talk about, even though if you're listening to this, you don't even know, but this episode, we have a guest on and it's so fucking good. You're going to want to listen. We had one of the best interviews times. I'm going to be honest. This was one of my favorite interviews because the guest is Brooke Eden, who is a openly gay country singer. Hot. And she was such an incredible guest, spoke so clearly on her journey through country music meeting her wife. I mean, it was just beautiful. Yeah, we love love. Yeah, and also her music fucking rocks. Her music rocks. I'm and a huge country fan. I identify know. as a country singer-songwriter. Okay. A gay country singer-songwriter. Okay, so... So what? <laughs> so when are you going to release music? My EP drops tonight at midnight. <laughs> and what is it called? It's called Midnights. <laughs> you stupid bitch. <laughs> okay, will you tell me what the fuck you're going to say? Quit tiptoeing around it. Say it already. All right, I haven't seen you in a week because I had COVID. Yeah, which was really tough. It was tough on all of us. You show up to my house with a brand new tattoo, fresh ink. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing. It looks like me and my wife it scissoring <laughs> on a moon. <laughs> so if you're listening, I did, in fact, get Erica and Mackenzie Goodwin tattooed on my arm. And it, but all right, tell me because it does look like Erica and I as witches scissoring on a moon. That's so cute. So if you want to see this, get Patreon. Because this is, you. if we could get Leah. It's kind of, it's. Pop right in. Don't pop in too hard because it's healing, Leah. It's healing. But can you talk about why you got us? Because I am now, first off, this is a business. You're my coworker, HR. Yeah. You got me and my wife, my sizzing lovers. Sizzing on the moon. Sizzing on the moon. What's yeah. up with this? What do you mean, what's up with this? HR. I love you too. I love you too. <laughs> and I wanted you to 
immortalized forever fucking on the moon on my elbow okay because area you showed me earlier that if you move your arm a little bit you can kind of make them sizz make them move together yeah. i got this tattoo on a whim like i always do yeah i was inspired by flaunt streetwear which is that clothing brand in austin that yeah. gave us all that stuff they come to our shows they're like this hot twin yeah we love their Artists. clothes. If yeah. you want to support a local, if you're in Austin or Texas, or just a queer brand in general, yeah. this brand rocks. They rock. I'll put Flaunt. their uh, I'll put their handle in the episode description yeah. so that you can go check out their stuff. But they had this like image, this design on a shirt that they gave to us, mm-hmm. and I fucking loved it because when I was in college, aka an alcoholist, yeah. thank you, very little. There is if you like if you're in a a beer drinker or you know miller high life there is their logo is like this girl sitting in a crescent moon Mm -hmm. and i was this close to getting it tattooed on my that's insane shoulder the back of my shoulder you really were an alcoholic yeah well i was like this is this makes total sense also like everyone in milwaukee has that tattoo that's crazy i was like this makes sense i want this like babe in the moon holding like a beer miller high life the champagne of beers i was like let's go okay didn't get it for whatever reason probably too busy fucking Probably too busy railing. I would like to apologize for my coworker. Continue your story. Never got it. Then they that like really nice clothing brand gave us all those awesome clothes. Yeah. I love those guys. Follow them. And then I was like, I need more because I want to fill out my arm. Mm-hmm. And then so I was like, these two girls are kissing in the moon very much like the high life. Yeah. And but there's two girls kissing. And yeah. I asked them if I could use the design and then change it a little bit. And they were like, fuck yeah. And then so I just put it on my arm. I just like, where, where's so wait, the closest tattooist who's a woman? So it isn't me and Erica. Well, technically, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Erica and I got married and then you immediately got us tattooed in your arm. Yeah, forever. Okay. It's just two, they're just two girls kissing. I also didn't know it was going to look like such a witch. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's a witch. Yeah, it is. But witchy. yeah, they're just these two girls scissoring on the moon and it's tattooed on my body forever. And I love my girls and I can make them. I love them. They're in love. They're in love on they the moon. They are really in love. Yeah. So what did you do this week while I was um, fully resting? Let's call it resting. I missed you, to be honest. I missed you Because we spend so much time together, and then we were ripped apart, and I was like, I miss you. I know. Or whatever. What did I do? I panicked. I got a tattoo of you. <laughs> what did I... I was away from you for 48 hours. I like got a tattoo of you real quick. It's still healing. I went camping with Nazara, as mentioned, in a tent. Everyone's like, are you guys fucking? And it's like, yeah, we are, but don't be weird. Now you're being weird about it. Don't be weird about it. If you see Rachel in a tent, you know what she's doing. You know what I'm doing. You don't need to ask about it. what's so fucking weird is like, we do this podcast and like if people interact with it on Patreon or they're answering the questions on Spotify or they're like, I don't know, on two dikes and a mic, I'm like, this all makes sense. When I see it in my personal DMs, I'm like, you guys are listening to this? (laughs) I'm like, you guys are listening to this gay shit. Here's the problem. You just post maybe too much. And now... I feel like I've been really pulling back on posting. Have you? I posted just one, but one video of me in a tent. Well, they know what's up. They know. They see a tent. And I would like to apologize. Episode 225 was... too buck. It was a little buck. You had just had COVID. So you were like... Crazy. Crazy. And today, obviously, I'm trying to be chill, but... I'm waving this flag around. Yeah, this is your emotional support flag, which I've <laughs> never seen the likes of, but I love what I'm seeing. This is as gay as all y'all, you'll ever see me. It's still very wrist forward. <laughs> it's all wrist. I missed you so much when you were gone. I like did a lot of soul, soul searching. searching. Same. And I've decided to drop my EP at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> How was your if week? You, if you did an EP, 
the amount of songs that would be i'm in love with my co-host yeah endless endless i mean listen i if you want the real yeah i i don't know when this episode fucking releases but it's it's october yeah so i had to put out all the pumpkin decorations yeah we threw we had to go buy disney plus again uh, for hocus pocus for hocus pocus but also for long ponds <laughs> stop you play that every time you i want to say stop because people can look they can don't go all the way back they you, people we've been hearing a lot of people that are like i've been listening i just started listening and i decided to start from the beginning and really blow through a lot of your episodes i know people are like where's the dvd and the, i'm like the dvd's gone the <laughs> journey that you have taken as a human With and as a swift fan a taylor swift fan which by the way I feel like we're going to have to, at some point, address the VMAs. Should we just do it real quick? I guess. I mean, do we have time? We have, we'll have. we really quickly do it. Okay, Taylor Swift was being like... The gayest I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. I watched the entire thing. And I, I didn't was like, watch them. Oh, tell so me. Demi Lovato was singing her new rock medley. So went through and did all of her old songs, but as... And I want to say... Because I know that people on Twitter have been getting a lot of backlash. Demi now goes by she, her, yeah. and they. Yeah. Just for people listening. Yeah, she, they. Yes. A classic Shay. Okay. <laughs> Just because I keep seeing people on Twitter like being like, hey, you're not doing it. And they're like, wait, she goes by she, they now. People love um, to police I other know, people. I know, but when? I just want to get ahead of this one. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, Demi did the rock medley and at the end ended with cool for the summer mm -hmm. taylor swift was dancing so fucking hard mm -hmm. to cool for the summer yeah and was doing a lot of like hand motions really like was she doing the thing cherry want to take a bite yeah of course like, she was cheering really doing like getting into the song and somebody took a video and did a composite version of her uh taylor swift back when that song was released and demi did the video mm -hmm. and was performing it live i also think at the vmas mm -hmm. and then now and seeing taylor swift the first time she saw it live and was kind of like kind of just sitting there bopping her head but not really doing much to now being like full-fledged like i want a taste for the cherry you know what i mean like her growth as a gay person as a, somebody who's comfortable in her queerness i would say somebody who's comfortable with be listening to a queer song okay. an openly queer song because i don't want to you know taylor swift is not openly gay i want to say something yeah actually i want to say like 14 things yeah because i think that we every episode we go we don't got to talk about taylor anymore I we know. got it but then it keeps and then she keeps doing stuff that you're like oh we got to say something we ha i mean because people keep dming us it's being our like, job please talk about this it's our job right did you see Glad's post? Yes. Okay. I sent it right over to you. Yeah. She, it was sent to us by if you're 30, looking, people. If you're looking on the Instagram of Glad yeah. on the main grid, you will first photo in the carousel. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Right. And With I'm Billy like. Porter. Yeah. And then you swipe every single person in the carousel is queer. Openly yeah, queer. It's a, the Glad Instagram page. Right. So, covering the VMAs of the queer people at the VMAs. Because that's what that is. Yeah. yeah. I'm just here's the thing i think like she i mean listen i'm a long pond head you are you went from really not liking her yes disliking taylor swift to now you are a full-blown swifty i will say in my defense mm -hmm. i genuinely think it is from i was i had a very bad 
first love who looked exactly like Taylor Swift. Yeah, so you you were... Um, I was dealing with it. Usher, she reminds you of a girl. I was ushering as yeah. 8701. Mm-hmm. She reminds me. I got into therapy. Yeah. I've healed an old wound. So you're saying therapy made you like Taylor Swift. Therapy has made me open up to the possibility of listening to Taylor Swift music. I don't think that that's, it's not a possibility anymore. It's not actively. And then folklore got me through the LA marathon training, as we all know. Yeah. And now here I am long ponding when I'm putting up my Halloween decorations with the love of my life. Yeah. That'll happen. And so I we think, are now a Taylor Swift stan podcast. We went full circle. Mm-hmm. I think that she has a way with the pen. <laughs> Don't, dude. Hey, man. She's got a way. I can't. With the pen. And once you realize, I went to a fucking yoga class mm-hmm. that was Taylor Swift music. Yeah, you're a huge Swifty. <laughs> you're a huge Swifty now. Here's the thing. <laughs> People were, after the VMA performance, Yeah, where Taylor was seen dancing, Having a lot of fun, yeah. drinking. Hello. She yeah, was she having, was having a victory lap for sure. She was, yeah, she let let loose, which is a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it's fun. And a lot of people sent me a specific clip mm-hmm. where she kind of touches her inner thigh no, while dancing. No, I can't. And I here's can't the thing. hear that. They were saying, Mackenzie, you're right. Taylor Swift probably does fuck. Are you serious? Yeah. Because, you know, for the longest time, our theory was that she doesn't. And then it turns out vigilante shit she indeed might fuck yes i think i, I think, think that taylor swift might actually fuck i think she might She might even plop <laughs> for the love of god she might plop i think she might do more than plop are you serious like i think she might be i think cara delavine is out here really like showing it off yeah of right? course i think taylor swift might be a secret cara delavine a secret freak yeah a secret slut <laughs> a secret <laughs> we don't slut shame i'm not slut sh- i'm literally saying with a smile on my face <laughs> okay I think it's possible. I think it's very possible. And I think we're getting more glimpses of it because she's being more comfortable with her sexuality. Wow. I think she might be the man. I could be complex. Yeah. I could plop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something's definitely happening. Something's afoot. And also I saw this video that was going around too of uh, Demi Lovato Mm -hmm. doing, I think, Stern. Yeah. And he's about asking cool about, yeah, cool for the summer. And she was like, yeah, I mean, it's about a, a woman. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I was coming out as bi. And like this song was about that. Yeah. And he was like, is it about another like celebrity, like mm-hmm. another female celebrity? And she's like, yeah, yeah, it is. I know a lot of people are now trying to put together cool for the summer and cruel summer. Yeah. I do not think that those two connect in you any way. Okay, because if no. can I for a second yeah. for our own fun gay fantasies, yeah. just for fun, mm-hmm. let's think about right as Demi Lovato is coming out as queer mm-hmm. and writing this song, yeah. and it's about a sexual encounter that she has with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Do you think I anyone's coming? <laughs> That's not a question we can ask or answer on this podcast. Okay, first of all, it's absolutely my duty to ask. I'm over here crunching gay numbers left and right in my head, whether I want I to or not. I have a T9 okay. Texas instrument. I'll tell you right now. I have my spectacles on and I'm crunching the cruel for the summer, cruel summer cool. numbers. <laughs> they, I don't think that they are each other's types. Mackenzie, what? It's not about if they're each other's types. I don't. If they were <laughs> to have fucked, which I'm not saying they did, and I also don't think that they would. I don't think they could. I Neither think- of them have the stamina <laughs> for each other. For each other. 
I don't think that they're each other's types, and I don't think if they were to hook up, anything would happen. Listen. Yes. If they were. That's, I already answered your question. Who Asked and answered. Who top who? Let me just do one who tops who. Okay. Demi Lovato, Taylor Allison Swift. Who's topping who? Can I, and I think this is going to shock you. Okay. I think Taylor would top. That doesn't shock me. Are you serious? <laughs> that doesn't shock me in the slightest good way. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I think... Demi Lovato's a bossy bottom. I wholehearted. I kind of identify with Demi Lovato, like addiction issues, like kind of like works really hard. Amazing power. Also yeah. annoying as hell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I, yeah, I think I would kind of surprise people to know that I'm like a mouthy bottom. <laughs> yes. And I think Taylor kind of quiet, exceptionally smart, tall, tall. I think she's a top. Singer songwriters are always like, I think she's a secret service top, <laughs> yeah. service plop. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Taylor's topping Demi. Yeah. Wow. Sorry that this episode took such a wild <laughs> turn. We have an amazing interview coming up right now. Yeah. So please, please <laughs> listen. <laughs> we did have like the best time with this guest. Genuinely, like, cannot We're wait to hang out with them. Fucking rocks. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. So please listen. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy. I was say, put your ears together. <laughs> <laughs> it did not make sense. Oh my gosh. You guys, please enjoy this interview with this episode with this guest who we love, Brooke Eden. Okay. Hi, Brooke Eden. We're so excited to have you on Two Dykes and a Mic. You are a super talented musician. You've been on American Idol. You, your beautiful wedding was in covered exclusively in people magazine which i have been looking through the photos like a gay little freak yeah <laughs> rachel's been over here just scrolling crying scrolling, scrolling and crying and scrolling and oh. crying yeah that's so cute yeah thank you so much for having me you guys are hilarious so happy to be here <laughs> Yeah, we are both obsessed with your music. Your EP recently dropped and it is phenomenal. It's incredible. Thank you so much. I just have been in this place in country music where I'm like, it's time for the queers to appear. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're there. <laughs> they're just not appearing yet. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of like dedicated this EP to my love story with my wife and going from um <laughs> Rachel is sorry I like have been spending all week like consuming the things that you have created and I'm a cancer sign yeah it's and very it's, emotional. it's just fucking good and I'm like yeah whatever sorry your love is beautiful oh thank you thank <laughs> you so much no but like I just thought it was time that like a country artist freely and openly and authentically talked about you know being with someone of the same sex and it shouldn't be anything like radical or crazy it's just like is what it is you know yeah. um yeah the ep starts with a song called whispering which is like probably the most like typical conversation for like any gay couple which is just like you know you're kind of like feeling it out in the beginning and you're not telling anyone like i feel like straight couples immediately are like oh yeah we're dating like look at us go yeah <laughs> and like I feel like gay couples are like oh we have to like suss this out first and like make sure that it's right and like also for me and my wife it was like make sure that we're ready to like blow up our lives wow um, true we are in the country music world you know um but then like 
the chemistry that we had was so apparent. So it was very hard to hide, even though like we tried really, really hard. It was just like humanly impossible. And then, um, yeah, so we would like walk into these rooms and we could tell that like people were talking about us, but like we weren't allowed to talk about wow. us, which was insane. So that's what the first song is about and kind of like taking your power back there. And then this, the EP like ends with, um, our first dance song that I wrote at our wedding, which was just like the most like emotional moment that ever. Um, Cause first of all, I never thought I was going to get married. I'm like, you know, dated guys like most of my life um, and was like married. Why would I get married? <laughs> yes. <you?" laughs> Why would I ruin my life? Yeah. I was like, I, I'm like, cool. Like hanging out with you like one day on the weekend, but like past that I'm kind of good, you know? And then yeah. I like met my wife and I'm like, so like, what are you doing tomorrow? And then I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Today? And then like the day after that, like, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. That is so beautiful. It really is. Like, I think it's those things that we have to do when you're in a queer relationship that there is not the equivalent to that. Like, I think that the world that we live in now where people are like, everyone's gay. Everything's so accepted. Everything's so easy now is like weirdly the narrative that we're taught. Mm -hmm. But there are things that like the straight community is like not thinking about, which is like when you start to like date somebody, there are completely different rules. conversations yeah. and rules that are happening in, in real time oh. that like even – yeah, I think especially when it comes to being in country music, the space of country, the culture of country, which is kind of like, it's kind of like you're a, um, I mean, I don't want to speak for all country music, but the vibe is like, you're a pretty little girl and your husband's got a truck yeah. and it it's like aggressively straight for something that is so deeply queer. When you're really looking at like a cowboy, cowboy hat culture, boots, cowboy culture is queer. Gay. It's Hi, so gay. this is like a gay space that they have taken. The straights have taken it and it's like, <laughs> give it back to its rightful owner, the queer community. And let's Thank rock you. out. Yeah. Yes, a hundred percent. I mean, Brokeback Mountain wasn't created for nothing. You know? <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was so different too, especially like my wife and I have been together for eight years now. So like oh, eight yes. years ago, it was a very different environment than it is now. So like, yeah. you know, there are definitely more like out queer artists and country music, which is like amazing. And like, um, but like back then we had Ty Herndon and Shelly Wright who had come out like 10 to 15 years before I met my wife. And it was like that they were kind of like the stories of like, Hey, you know, if you guys did come out, that's what would happen to you. Right. So she like never no, worked yeah. again. Correct. Yeah. I mean, she, she, I think that like she did shows for a while, but like was completely, ousted from the country music community yeah. they excommunicated her from the church pretty much that's wow. so crazy yeah so um those were kind of like the stories that I was like being told by you know the people that were in charge of my career like hey you know you can either be gay or you can be a country artist but like you can't be both yeah wow, wow. So, yeah. So Explicit. it was very hard in the beginning, just trying to figure out how the hell to navigate this and like, 
country music is so supposed to be, you know, super authentic. It's like country music is called like three chords in the truth. Mm -hmm. And like, I wasn't able to speak my truth for so long. And like, now I am. And so I'm just like loud and proud and, you know. Isn't it so weird too, that like when you met your now wife, there was that like spark, you can see it, you can feel it. It's like palpable in a room. And people are talking about it and yet you still either have to conceal it or have this huge moment of coming out when it's like if there's two like a guy gal straight couple running around people are like oh they're together it's like a this assumed like and it's like why i mean i know why but like it is infuriating it's just so interesting that it has to be like there's this palpable tension and people are like well they're probably just sisters close sister yeah. you know it's like it's different <laughs> The number of times that my wife and I have been asked if we're sisters and we look absolutely nothing alike. Yeah. Like we are not that like queer couple that like looks the same, right. you know, because we all know them. There yeah. are <laughs> lots of queer couples that you're like, wait, are they sisters? Or like, are they brothers? You know? <laughs> yeah. Is that the Jonas We're brothers crazy. or is that a couple just at dinosaur? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, like I'm like light. Skin, light hair, light eyes. She's dark skin, dark hair, dark eyes. And it's so funny how many people will be like, are you sisters? And we're like, these are sisters. That's you know, like, yeah. Uh-huh. You also, you met your wife in the industry, right? She's a tour manager. Yeah. She actually was my record label rep in the so. very beginning. So we were extremely scandalous, y'all. That's like, very scandalous. Hot. <laughs> yeah. So we were actually like, um confined to a tour bus for like the first week that we met and very sexy yeah yeah it should have been but it wasn't it was very (laughs) terrifying because I was like oh my god like the first day I remember being like oh my god like this is my soul sister like she is just like we just connect and like we're gonna be best friends and by day three I was like oh no (laughs) Like, I don't feel this way about my friends. And yeah, it all of a sudden I was like getting the feels and I'm like, oh no. And I actually like wrote a song about that week that I had like, I'd run into the bathroom because we were like, we were watching Drunk History. Y'all know that show. It's so funny. So we were watching um, Drunk History and we were laughing so hard that I actually was like, I'm going to pee my pants if I don't go to the bathroom right now. So I run to the bathroom and I remember like I had my phone in my hand and I was like, shit, I am falling in love with her. And it was just like I had she was dating someone when we met and I was dating someone when we met. Mm -hmm. And so it was this like thing where I was like, well, I, I can't date her anyways, like we we're both with somebody else and so I wrote down a title in my phone um called if I would have met you first and it was just like the most like palpable feeling of like why did I have to meet you when you were with someone and like I'm not a homewrecker and I'm not even gonna like fuck with that but like also you're the love of my life so like what do we do wow um yeah so it was crazy we were like stuck on this bus for a week together and like by the fifth day she was like treating me like a little boy on the playground treats a little girl you know like <laughs> like she started picking on me and I'm like what is happening here and then um I broke off my relationship like immediately after like a week after um I met her because wow. I was just like there's no way that I can feel 
this way about someone else and like actually be in love with this person that I'm in a relationship with. So yeah. like, I need to cut this off. Um, but I didn't tell her because I was like, I don't want her to feel like she has to do that because I did that or like, it's weird, you know? So I didn't tell her. And then she called me a week later and was like, Hey, so I broke off my relationship and, um, is our relationship weird? Cause like, I like, don't know what's happening. Actually, let me preface this. This is what she said. She said, I just got out of a therapy session and tonight I need you to get drunk and call me. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, (laughs) go one of two ways. Um, but I really took the mission to heart and I drank an entire fishbowl margarita by myself. And so some of the conversation we don't remember, but what we do remember is that I was like, I don't know anything. Like we had not touched. We had not held hands. We had not kissed. We had not nothing. Wow. And so I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. Like we could kiss and it could be like, wah, 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 or we could <laughs> kiss and it could be electric. But what I do know is that like, I right now, like I want to spend every day with you. Like, I just want to be around you. I want you to be happy. I want to be happy and you make me happy. And like, what if we just try this out kind of a thing? And so, yeah, we've so cute. been had, together for eight years now. Had either of you been with women before this kind of moment of coming together? Yeah. So she was actually with a woman when I met her and <laughs> I was with, and I had a girlfriend when I met her. But it was my relationship. Actually, we both had pretty toxic relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was both each other's first girls. Like, wow. we were each other's second, like, girl relationship, girlfriends. Um, and so, yeah, th- that was interesting because I was, like, groomed um, so well by, the, like, the heteronormative society mm-hmm. that I was raised in that I just thought I was like a really great ally, like my whole life. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like I would like kiss a girl and I'd be like, you know, like out somewhere like college or whatever, kiss a girl. And I'd be like, God, I'm such a good ally. Like that's just like <laughs> me at all, you know, that was like great. Like, and, somebody dare me to be a bigger ally. If, if anyone yeah. wants to. <laughs> dare me. Somebody dare me to walk you down the aisle. I'll kiss anyone. Just huge huge fan of the community (laughs) yes exactly exactly Uh uh-huh and then like I dated a girl in my like early 20s and it was super super toxic and I was like well shit if this what it's what it's like to be with a girl then like I can check that off my list kind of a thing yeah and like I met Hill and just like everything changed and like I was definitely not u-hauling with my ex at all and then like I met Hill and I'm like so like when when can we like move in together you wanna like put your house up on Airbnb or like how do we want (laughs) to how do we want to do this that's so cute that's how you know I have like two music questions gay music love because I'm like a I'm upset I'm a love I love love so much and I'm not a singer songwriter but like how many love songs do you think you are writing for your wife or like does this just like does it come I'm like because imagining when you have those seven days of like in this tour bus you're like this shit's happening to me you already have that song you like ran to the bathroom like how often are you just like oh here's another here's another banger about how much I love your gay ass (laughs) yeah totally I mean hundreds like for sure hundreds if not like 
a thousand. Um, I love that. Yeah. I and you can imagine. Yeah. You what? I'm just imagining like the having the, cape, the capacity to write music and then being in love is like, oh boy. Yeah. It is like, oh boy. And then like, you should hear my music like before Hillary and after Hillary. Like before it's like all like angsty, breakup, heartbreak, but like not, not heartbreak for me. Like, like you were wrong, like Cowboy Casanova kind of like vibes, yeah. you know? And then like after Hillary, I like literally have a song called All My Songs Are Love Songs because like truly mm -hmm. ever since we met, it's just like love song, love song, love song, love song. I'm like a love song machine factory over here. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. I think and that's gay love. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. like, listen, I don't want to say that like straight love isn't real because of course it's there. I've seen movies. However, <laughs> queer love, that like type of thing when you're falling desperately, you're like, oh shit, shit. Yeah. the oh shit like i am there the, i'm the, in trouble you're in i'm in trouble well, yeah. we're in huge trouble here i have to call my label like we're gonna <laughs> blow some shit up is crazy uh, can your wife sing at all no see yeah. think there's something i my entire life assumed i was going to fall in love with some like an like a soprano mm -hmm. who could harmonize with me and just not a bad singer actually a pretty good singer some might say i'm the world's best comedian singer however uh <laughs> you know i'm just trying to sing take me or leave me in the car type of vibes okay but there okay. is something nice about like having somebody who's an not a good singer yeah and you can shine you can be like let me play you something yeah so hillary's always been on like the other side like she's been on the business side so she's actually super good at like a and ring like when i bring a song to her she'll be like this is really good there's like kind of three levels like she'll be like oh this doesn't really sound like you. That's like the bottom level, right? Then she'll be like, this is really good. Play it again. And then she'll be like, this sounds like radio. And then oh, that's, that's when I know nice. this is a really good one, you know? But um, yeah, she is very much like, I want to be all behind the camera, which I've completely had like changed her in that situation I'm like sorry unless you want me to hire like an actress who looks like you for my music videos then you're gonna have to jump in cowgirl you know um yeah so wow. she's been in my music videos and um I dated like I, I feel like I was always dating another artist or like another person in music just because it was like that's who I was around that mm -hmm. was my community and so like I had, you know, dated a bunch of, you know, dude artists and a girl artist and like, we're like, you know, that was who I dated before. And it always got a little weird. Like it always got a little like competitive, competitive. Yeah. Yeah. Where it would be like, well, why are you doing that? Like, you know, I want to be doing that. And to me, it was always like, you know, if one person does well, the other person's going to do well too. Exactly. It's great. Like it shouldn't be a problem, but it, it always got a little competitive. And I was just like, Oh, this gives me icks. Like I want the best for you and I need you to want the best for me. And 100%. There, there can't be this competitive feeling here. Um, so I really love, I feel like the dynamic of like me being in music and then my wife being on the music business side of things has been like a really good, um, yeah, like just dynamic for us because it's there's no competitive it's all just synergy that's great and that's does she smart. does she tour with you at all yes yeah, so now she's my tour manager love so, that 
Yes. Back in the tour bus <laughs> from whence you belonged, from the beginning to the and end, from bus to bus, sea to that shining sea. It's right. really coming full circle. Yeah, that's hot. Yeah. Yeah. So I also just got married last week. Oh my god! To my um, I met my wife. She was a tour manager for an artist, and it was really hard balancing us being on tour and one not being on tour so now that you guys are you always going to tour together I would think so I mean we are wanting to like start a family soon and so like thank you and so there's going to be a little bit of like we're going to have to figure this out kind of like show by show that kind of stuff but I would say she would probably always like set up the shows and then if I needed to have like another tour manager because she was like at home with the baby or the kids or Mm -hmm. whatever then like we could but I feel like if I was on like a tour tour and we had a bus and all that stuff we would probably just like bring the babes yeah 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 bring them little cowboy hats little baby cowboy boots and hats Uh, yeah tiny yeah, that's cute. Like little fringe. Oh fringe the fringe your wedding dress. Come on. Let's go. You know what the fuck you're doing over there. You do. That dress, Mm -hmm. like to dance in, to walk in, to move in was just so much fun. I, that was a dream. And how was planning the wedding? Are you guys both planners or did Hillary do a lot of the planning? Hillary did 98% (laughs) of the planning. Um, I came in for my big 2% uh, at, at times, but yeah, she is the epitome of a planner she plans like all of our trips like all of our everything that's like you know that's what she's always done and she is prolific at it um she's so freaking good and so yeah our wedding was insane because she is so just so good at planning but yeah I I didn't do much that's the way to do it honestly I need a Hillary (laughs) if you do in a big way listen Everyone get, needs get a tour bus. We all need a Hillary. You know what I mean? Truly. Oh, Truly. That's so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Aww. I know. I'm so happy for you guys. This is just so exciting. It's a season of love. It really is. It's a season of love. And I'm just like listening to Whisper, thinking to myself, like, did you literally go through my diary in high school and then write a song based on my experience? Because that's it spoke intrusive. to Rachel. That's a little intrusive, Brooke. Intrusive. Yeah. I, I found your journal online. There's a... <laughs> digital version of it sorry you didn't know about that and I I wrote it off of that I knew it it's just so like I think that it is like you know when you do art it what is what works the best is when you really can feel it and what's really fun about consuming art is when you have had that same feeling from somebody that you've never met and I think that like getting more queer artists gives us that feeling that like I thought for so long as the only person that like loved women and I just appreciate, like, I appreciate yeah. hearing it. You hear the music, you can feel it right away. And it just is like, oh, right. Like you and I are connected through just like having these experiences and that's fucking beautiful. So thank you for your art. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. That's like amazing. And yeah, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. It's, it's really, really cool because I, I totally felt the same way of just like, you know, I'm the only one. I must be the only one, you know, and just to find out, like, you know, I put out this music and like, there's so many people who have reached out to me, like, 
I grew up on country music. I loved country music. And then I realized I was gay and I felt like there wasn't a place for me here. Yeah. Yeah. And now I know that there is. And to me, that's like literally everything because I felt the same exact way. And so to just like be a part of a community where there are so many shared um, like situations, there's so many things that you feel so alone about until you have one conversation with another queer person and you're like oh okay yeah totally normal and like we all have had these feelings and also like it's weird to think that like you know most of my friends were like you know dating guys and falling in love by like 15 and 16 years old and like I'm over here and like thinking something's like broken here you know I'm like what's going on you know like Mm -hmm. they're all like getting their hearts broken because their boyfriends break up with them and like I remember like boys like breaking up with me and being like okay so that's over like same (laughs) you know same yeah like yeah there's none of that like like why do I not care why do I care so little about this Yes. And then I thought like something was broke. Like, do you literally not have emotions that like would make you feel sad about this? Like, I remember I had a a boyfriend who was like a country singer. Like he broke up with me. He was like, I just don't think that I can give you what you need because I'm out on the road so much. And I'm like, dude, like I literally need like so little from you. Like (laughs) actually, if I could, if I could take less than what you're giving me right now, I would do that. I will sign up for that as well. And I remember I was like at home with my mom. This is like, obviously before I came out and I was like, well, you know, this guy just broke up with me. And my mom was like, Oh my God, call him and let him know that you don't need that much. And like, it's okay. And And I'm like, mom, I am so not there. Like I am so relieved. Like, I think that this was a great decision. You know, I think it was wonderful decision. And she's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, what's like you know why does there have to be something wrong with me because I don't want to be in this relationship anymore you know so I think that that was like something that I've been able to like talk to other queer people about was just like you know straight people go through this you know high school and college of like Mm -hmm. even middle school sometimes when you like feel like you're like hopelessly in love with somebody and I just didn't have that until I was like in my early 20s and it's crazy because so many people have like so much longer of experience with like falling in love than we do because like I mean for me I just I I don't know I just I I was so it was so ingrained in me that I was supposed to be dating boys so like I didn't even think of the alternative of like dating a girl and maybe that that's what was wrong with me the whole time can I ask you a question who were your high school crushes like celebrity crushes growing up boy or girl um I feel like it was like even younger than that like I was like talking um to my wife the other day about like like do you remember the movie Matilda yeah of course honey Miss honey yeah big miss honey big time miss honey she would have gone to bat for you like she was like yeah those round glasses miss honey was teach me how to read miss honey (laughs) Yes. Yeah. There's something about like teachers that yeah. were, just, mm-hmm. you know, they like commanded attention. Yeah. Obviously like, my wife is that same way. So I'm like, you're not a teacher, but you know, 
it's, it's still the confidence, the power. Yes, yeah. confidence. Yeah. Um, and then Topanga from like Boy Meets World. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Topanga was hot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like even like Rose from Titanic, like I know that it was like, I was supposed to be like a big Leo fan, but I was like, you know, a big like, like, Rose fan. Nice <laughs> yeah. drawings. Nice drawings. No, I'm like, hello, French woman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did they save those drawings or? <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. So that's what it, it's, it's so interesting when we ask people like who their high school or middle school crushes were, cause it is always like older women too like yeah women like are the like teacher the 30s 40s sometimes 50s yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I never like had a crush on any of my my friends like yeah. in school like it was Me never either. like oh maybe I wish that like my friend would kiss Mm-mm. never yeah. like that it was always like people I saw on tv yeah same I feel like with the crushes thing too like as I was like learning about what queerness was obviously no knew none knew yeah. none mm-hmm. uh, in my hometown it was like no one was but like I always had the they were like the the vibe was like if you're secretly a lesbian then you hate men or it would be yeah. like something that would be so repulsive and I remember being like it trying to like date guys and it being like I'm like I'm not repulsed it's just like a sure it's like, will you go out with me? Sure. Do you want to break up with me? Sure. sure. Yeah. Like, do you want to kiss? Sure. Like, like there was it no was, emotion yeah, behind or it. It wasn't like that, like, ugh, like, I'm like, it's fine. You know what I mean? Well, that's it's a like, cliche. It's sure. It's all around sure. <laughs> and like, when you get to open up the opportunity, then that's why too, I was like, I don't know really what's happening. Just like not a lot's happening. Like romantically, yeah. sexually. I'm like, there's just like whatever. And then when you actually start to fall in love with somebody, and for me, it was a woman. Yeah. And I'm like, the sure is gone and d- over. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm a crazy person. It's like this. Yes. yes. Oh my God. Everything you just said. Yes, yes, and yes. Like I have never been repulsed by kissing a man, which yeah. was so for me. Cause I was just like, wait, like I can't be a lesbian. Cause like, I like don't hate kissing men. So yeah, like, right. I like as you're figuring this out, you're, you have like these stereotypes of like, well, if you're a lesbian, then you hate kissing men. Right. And that was not my experience. But I also was like, I am not falling in love with you. I don't want to marry you. I don't need to meet your family. I don't need to meet your friends. I don't need to hang out with you all the time. Like, yeah. hold my hand. That's just a coworker. That's a coworker yeah. you're kissing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's like, sure. It's like, whatever. You are correct. Yes. And then, yeah, like dating. I mean, truly my wife is what like, made made me crazy like I am crazy like I am psycho about like how much I love this person that's when it like like, finally clicks in you're like the music the heartbreak (laughs) all the movies you've ever seen paintings you're like oh it's all Hillary (laughs) it's always Hillary (laughs) yeah yes there's nothing lukewarm about this at all Yeah. yeah I yeah, love that oh my so much. Oh my god. <laughs> this is I know crazy. I like I feel like I used to be like pretty emotionless. Like my family would be like, How are you not crying at this funeral or at this whatever? And I think it's just like you bottle up these emotions for so long and you just like kind of push them down, push them down so that everything kind of becomes numb. Mm-hmm. And then like when I met Hillary and it feels like that like world was open to me, I like cry if a bird flick freaking yes. like 
for me. And I'm like, that's just the most beautiful bird I've ever seen. This and is like, the exact yes. same thing as my wife. Erica was like, I cannot cry. I've never cried in my life. I have a stone cold heart. And then she's like, I met you and I can't stop crying. Mm -hmm. And it'll be like a Budweiser commercial and she'll be in tears. Literally. In literal tears. Because damn like, horses are, okay? are so beautiful. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's going on here? It's fucking, I think like this like love in you can really like soften yeah. the most, like it's crazy. I know. I used to never cry. I met Nazara and now I'm like, if one AirPod dies and the other one's on, I'm like, they're lonely. <laughs> I'm like, one is like missing the right. Yeah. I'm like, you know, because once you know love, I mean the world, it is like a beautiful, soft, soft place. We all got to write music. Yeah. You know? I know. It's oh crazy. God. Brooke, it has been an honor to have you on. We are so blessed. This and was awesome. I love talking queer love. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing your sh stories with us. And thanks for making music. And thanks for being on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me, y'all. Oh, my God. And where can all of our listeners find you? Um, I'm just at Brooke Eden on all social media. And then also on Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, anywhere you get music. Great. Oh my God. Perfect. It's been a dream. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Amazing episode. That was one of my favorite interviews. Like what a rock star. I love love so much. Same. We're all so in love. This was a great episode. I know. It I'm... started really unhinged and then it was really sweet. Yeah. Super sorry about that. And that'll happen. <laughs> and that'll happen. I think our brand is, huh? <laughs> yeah. Very which sweet. we hit yeah and i i love listening about love you know that i am madly in love right now just got married yeah. i've been in the happiest place i've ever been and it's really nice to see brooke also madly in love with hillary yeah i want more i want to listen to outlaw love way more you guys please go download and listen to that ep it is unreal follow brooke listen to her music yeah wow this has been an amazing episode i'm Mackenzie goodwin i'm rachel scanlon go to something gay today bye 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 we are the greatest dykes in the world Mackenzie Goodwin Rachel Scanlon Worldwide dykes for life Hey! Two dykes, two dykes, two dykes One mic, one mic, one mic, one mic